Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nine Bob Note. I am Paul. And I'm Ken. Hello. Hello, everybody. Paul, it's your turn. What have you got for us this time? Steps. Woohoo! <laughs> Purely so that we can get lots of clips of the songs in, which I know uh, you love editing together. <laughs> uh, no, but this this year is Steps' twenty fifth anniversary. Really? Yes. Uh, so I don't I don't really have anything to <laughs> to bring in apart from a celebration of twenty five years, a quarter of a century of cheesy pop from Steps. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, it's been a l- <laughs> Is he one or both of the men in that have come out as gays? No, just H. Lee is, I think he's quite straight. But you wouldn't like to confirm or deny that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that he's married or he was married and has kids with a woman. Mm. Whereas H is married to a man and has kids with a man. <laughs> so. Because Steps are another one of those groups that should have outed me, really. I I look at my music collection from the 90s, and it's all your music collection. Um, you know, bloody ABBA, Madonna, The Carpenters, um, Steps, Spice Girls. I mean, how, how the Spice Girls can be considered a little bit gay, I do not know. But I used, to, I used to, I would yearn for any one of the five under the Christmas tree. I would have been quite happy with that. <laughs> It's a, a frivolous question, but I remember we'd drive around and we always seemed to have steps on in the car whenever <laughs> we were all travelling around from place to place. Mm. Reach for the stars, I seem to remember, through the Beatles sunroof. Which is, of course, that's Club 7. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Yes, uh, but there was, oh, five, six, seven, eight. That was another ridiculous one that seemed to get everybody punching the air. I know you weren't out at that point, but were there any flickerings that that was gay culture when you were at uni? Oh, God, it's dredging up so many happy memories, particularly of you at Lancaster Uni. That, there were really good times there. Yeah, we used to have a dance routine to one of the step songs. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely sort of undertones. I mean, we've spoken about it before when we uh, when we talked about Gloria Gaynor mm. and Kylie. There's a certain, certain type of music the gays love. Yes. And, and it was that kind of cheesy, feel-good music. It wasn't moping ballads and stuff. Everything had a dance routine mm. that you could that you could do. And the fact that they've sort of been around for so long. But yeah, I think the likes of Claire, what's she called? Claire Roberts. I can see her face vividly. It's Faye Tozer and Claire... Claire Richards. Richards, yes. Uh, She was always the one that I had my eye on. Yes, yeah. She was always the, the sort of... Sensible, yeah, the, the mum figure, if you will, compared to Oh, I didn't to look at her that way in the well, 90s. Well, I, I know that she's gone that way in recent years because yeah. she's quite cookie, isn't she? Well, and bakey. She, yes, yes, yeah, she is. She's she is quite a mum, home, mm. or, you know, a housewife style figure. 
I suppose. Yeah, and I think now she's sort of adopted the role of being the one who takes care of the of the others and make sure that the right place and right. Uh, especially with the boys who you know still act like the cheeky chaps who need keeping under control. But yeah, there was definitely the the element that they were designed for young kids and gay people. <laughs> There's the two the two demographics. You know, the fact that they chose Lee, who has no discernible music talent whatsoever, but he just looked good. Uh, in a vest in the videos that you know they knew what they were doing I do, I do remember the fact that I liked Steps and S Club 7 of mm. course was one of the reasons why I was known as Paul the Gay at university <laughs> yeah I do remember you having that moniker even though you apologies to either of them if they're about but you dated a couple of very very beautiful girls at, uh, at uni and um yeah I, I didn't see it coming that was part of the reason i didn't see it coming was because they were so wonderful but uh yes i, I, I don't know where either of those are now but i hope they're happy too they were i'm sure they are <laughs> i'm sure their husbands are yeah but is it is step still a? I i know you you don't go out to the the gay scene anymore <laughs> but is step still quite a, a big thing for the gays i think so because we I guess it's one of those things that probably people our age or mm. sort of gay people our age do still like them because they had a, a comeback a few years ago yes. and they've had sort of some really good songs because they've grown up with us. Mm. And so they've all got kids and, you know, they've been through marriages and divorces and uh, and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I think I'm guessing that the, the sort of the younger gays are probably not as bothered when, you know, when Steps sort of said, oh, we're coming back, we've got a new album out. And obviously something happened because they, they went to number one and their albums have all been number one albums. Are they still a five piece? So there's not yes. one broken up. Yeah. Right, because right. yeah. there was some falling out, wasn't there, in the past, as there always is. Yes, yeah, they, they split up fairly uh, I think probably 2002 oh was it so I only know this years. because it was a quiz question yeah <laughs> yes because they were a platinum selling group by that mm. point so they did fairly well yes yeah and they did they did have a big falling out I think it was something to do with Claire and the other two girls Faye and Lisa because Claire was sort of coming out as the the lead singer mm. and they were they were like, well, we shouldn't, we, we don't have a lead singer. We're a, a five piece mm. band. So I think that's what caused it. And they did split up quite acrimoniously for a bit, but then they. The money ran out. The money, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, um, ITV were running um, a series called The Big Reunion, mm. where they got back groups that had been together in the 90s, like 911, the A1. Uh, let loose, <laughs> the, the, you know, well, th- those kind of yeah. ones that sort of bubbled under the surface. Maybe, maybe five were in there as well, actually. And they wanted Steps to be part of this, and Steps sort of said, "No, we're not getting back together." But then they were offered the chance to have their own series to run. It sort of mm. ran alongside the big reunion, but it was just about Steps getting back together. And so, and they obviously had to confront each other and f- challenge their demons before they could get back in the studio together. It was very dramatic, but they were. Lisa Scott Lee lives in Dubai, which obviously makes performing with the rest of the group something of a challenge. Yes. <laughs> but again, the, the money will come in handy for the airfare. Yes, yeah, exactly. 
I, I think it's really only for sort of videos and live appearances because um, I don't think she actually sings on any of the records. <laughs> so really, so I'm only joking, of course. <laughs> It's only like Victoria Adams. Um, mm. um, I don't think they'd notice really <laughs> if uh, she didn't. If she wasn't on, on any of the, the Spice Girls tracks. <laughs> yeah, this, this Spice Girls song sounds really different. What's what's wrong? Where is that vibrant <laughs> musical voice that's missing from this mix? <laughs> yeah, there's always. Well, I, I was going to say there's always one, but I think there's probably two in steps being Lisa and Lee, who they could probably record quite a lot without mm. and probably age to an extent <laughs> so just, just keep the two, two go <laughs> yeah Claire and, Claire and Faye <laughs> yeah. uh, Faye's an optional extra so it's uh, <laughs> steps Claire featuring the others <laughs> the ones you've forgotten about <laughs> But no, I did feel sort of quite sorry for her. It was on the periphery of my awareness when that happened because I know that she had put on a bit of weight in the intervening mm. years because she'd had a family and got all, like I said, she'd gone into baking. And I think she got, she did all right as a an actual celebrity baker. She, that wasn't just a... Yeah, there was something like that, wasn't there? Yeah. And I know that she, she was actually quite obsessed about it because she had to lose a load of weight. And mm. it was obviously she didn't look like the others did anymore. And it's such a shame that that was the biggest deal about it was that she'd put on a bit of timber. And that mm. was, the, of all the things that, that were problematic, her having a bit of extra beef on was the biggest thing. It just, it, it, it says a lot, really. Yes. Yeah. The whole thing about, steps all all being different and then obviously h coming out <laughs> coming out of the closet we're all one big family and we support each other no matter what we go through but then uh well you can't be in our videos because you're fatter than the rest of us it's, <laughs> it's sort of a bit of a <laughs> yeah bit of a strange one but i think they're all quite good friends now and they certainly still want to work together well, like I said, the money comes in useful. Exactly. It's handy for Christmas. Yes, yes, exactly. So, yeah, I just thought it would be very nice to celebrate the steps because they're 25 years old. Well, shall we rate it in Yay. feather bowers? <laughs> Well, are we rating the con- uh, the contribution that Steps have made to uh, gay world? Well, quite, yeah. Yes. Quite, why not? Why not? And what would you give it out of um, out of gays? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, from from my point of view, as you said, we've been there from mm. the start, and every sort of element of my gay life, mm. if you will, has probably got a Steps song to go with it. And there's loads of, you know, when when we're watching, you know, the greatest hits of mm. the 2000 and things like that, and a step song comes on, there's always a memory associated with it. And I think for a lot of gay people our age, that'll be the same. Yeah. As I say, I'm not sure of the impact on the, the younger ones, but you can't please everyone. They've got Radio 1. So... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I would say in terms of how, how the effect it's had on my life and the other gays like me, I would say it's a, a good four. I, th- I thought you'd be going down that route. For me, it's slightly less because it's it's not been quite as um, had an impact for me. I am mm. glad they're still going. I'm glad that they've got mm. back together. I think that 
They're certainly not the only ones. I think they've some of them have actually been better when they come back. Yeah. Take that's the one that leaps to mind. Mm. They were really good when they came back. Yeah, I know there's a, a couple less now than there were. Yeah, uh, but steps. So I cannot listen to steps on any level without thinking of you and <laughs> our university life. Mm. Yeah. Or specifically your university life, because it was, I, I just remember Lancaster and the Carlton and everywhere we used to go. And it was just a real fun time. That last three or four years of the 90s. Yeah. It's peppered with steps and S Club 7, as, as, uh, as I've demonstrated yeah. earlier. But with that, that whole poppy music thing, I really love. And it catapults me back to a very happy time of my life. So I'm going to give it three. Um, but it's not, that's only because it's not as esoteric to me as it is to you. Excellent. So what are you rounding us off with? Uh, well, I think we are going to round it off with a Nine Bob Notable Mention. Fire away. Uh, obviously, it depends when this episode is broadcast <laughs> as to how relevant this is. But at the time of recording, the England ladies team have just won the European Championships. Oh, that was a long time ago now. This is <laughs> yeah, that was way back in 2022. Oh. <laughs> but yes, it's uh, the first England football team to win anything for... Almost 60 years. Mm, 56 years, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I don't follow the festival, but it's been all over the radio. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. On the day of recording, it's been, you can't move for people cheering. And it's yeah. been a little bit jokey. Uh, mm. The interviews, they've not been quite as, oh, uh, well, Gary, it's, uh, you know, the, the girls out there, they give a 100%, some of them 110, 120%. And, uh, you know, you, you look at the midfielders and some of them are two or 300%. They give, <laughs> It's not been like that. In fact, I think, that I didn't see a frame of it, but last night when it was on, they couldn't actually hear each other yeah. in the interview. And one of them just said, I can't hear you. I'm going, and she went off dancing with it. <laughs> now, I've not seen it, but that is brilliant. Yes. I think that's one of the things is because women's football isn't taken as seriously as men's football. And, uh, you know, there's arguments about whether that should be the case or not. But there were no expectations. Mm. And for all of a sudden, all of these sort of diehard football fans who have been sort of mocking the yeah. women's game, and, and now they're celebrating because, well, they're English and we're English mm. and we, we should be celebrating. But it's, it is, it's just really great. And I think the, the sort of atmosphere, the celebration, the way that the girls probably shouldn't call them girls that's probably very <laughs> well we call the ladies well, uh, well we call them the lads they're never you know men the lads uh, they're, they're not men they're, <laughs> like I, I think we're allowed to get them yes. <laughs> um, the, the but, birds yes. <laughs> yeah. the way that they celebrated and they were all really happy mm. and fun and there was a lot of comments of we have done this despite all the things that have been thrown at women's football and women's sport in general. Mm. So yeah, it's just it's just a, a nice thing. A lot of the England ladies football team are LGBT plus, and the captain of the team when she went to pick up the trophy was wearing a rainbow pride armband. Are you sure it wasn't for the NHS? It was definitely not the NHS. <laughs> 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 They're not having that. So yeah, so it's just it was a nice a nice little celebration. Uh, we've had quite a few nice gay moments this this week, and that was the the icing on the cake. So well done, ladies. Well done indeed. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. 
I think that about wraps it up, Ken, unless you've got anything to add. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, well, then it's, it's nice to see Skirt doing well in sport. Well, <laughs> 1970s. Throwback. <laughs> it, it did make me laugh, actually. Um, they had a Ukrainian referee, and everybody has been focusing on the fact that she didn't know how to referee. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely little touch, but uh, it was quite an important game to have a uh, your work experience. <laughs> yeah. Oops! Well, she tried. Yes. Mm. Well, in that case, we will wrap it up, call it a day, and we'll be back fairly soon. Well, should we raise a glass to the lionesses? Well, to the lionesses, yes. <laughs> Nine Bob Node featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.